0: Log Talk Radio. Okay, thank you, Facebook, for just being here, listening to me while I chat, while we're waiting for a blog talk to get involved because now that the music has stopped, we can started um, going into our service. Okay, as I was saying earlier, I have been talking with God because of the things that I had heard and saw on the news. And it kind of like startled me, but it didn't startle me because I realized that the enemy of our soul was still using some of his same tricks. Mm-hmm. I had saw on the news where here in Chicago, a young man um, was arrested and charged being charged with killing his parents. And I said, oh, wow. What would make somebody be so heartless that they would do something like that? Uh, I'm not trying to offend nobody. I'm just trying to tell you what my heart was uh, thinking about. I mean, holding and, yeah, thinking about my mind. And I was saying, Lord. What would cause a person to be that angry to just do that to anybody, but let alone his parents? When I know the word of God, Exodus 20 and 12 says, The honor of thy mother and thy father in thy days on this earth shall be longer. Honor. That's God's order. We honor our parents because... That's the first promise God gave children. God gave us. Now, when God gave us that, that was after the enemy had tricked Cain. In the beginning of time, um, Adam and Eve son came and killed his brother Abel. So that's the first recording we have of children disrespecting and misunderstanding God's order. Mm. I I hope you all don't get this. I really hope you all don't get what I'm trying to say with this little time that I had to say it. What he told us to honor our parents, our mother and father, or if you have them together, or you have one, the mother or the father. He said, honor them. Mm. Honor them in, in your youth and when they're younger. Honor them when they're older and you're older. Honor them. My mother used to teach us, she said, twice, once an adult but twice a child. When you are a baby born, then you grow up into an adult, but then, after you get adult, like you see, the seasoning, just kept the salt in my hair. I'm entering into my second stage of babyhood. <laughs> ah, yes, I'm entering there slowly, but I'm asking God for grace and mercy all the way. But anyway, when He said to honor my mother and my father, so the enemy trick came, and He brought in that spirit of jealousy that spirit of of just being how how could you say it? That time of being just angry because he wanted to give God anything but he couldn't because that's not how God operates. He said wholeheartedly, your first view. But anyway, when you had Cain kill his brother, Abel, <clears throat> Cain fell under the curse,. Mm-hmm. then, as you go on in the in the word and you read it further on, you learn about Aaron. Aaron had four sons, but two of his sons sent up strange incense unto the Lord, which the Lord didn't give uh right, the Lord didn't accept. So they were consumed. They were, Aaron was their father. But they decided they don't do what they want to do. Now you can look at it up in, what's um, that, uh, Leviticus, uh, I think I'm saying it right. Chapter 10, verse 1, you can start from there. With Adam and Abel, you can go into Genesis that's in the fourth chapter, um, the eighth verse. Mm-hmm. Now, that's just those two. Aaron's son, which, okay, let's go back. Adam was the first, first man. Eve was the first woman. God allowed them to give their first two children to be. Man. Aaron had daughters, but he had four sons. We're talking about the ones that were disrespectful to God's order. And then you just keep on reading and reading, and you find out about uh, David has some 19 sons. 19 sons, but out of his 19, one of them was so disrespectful, he went against God's order. He went against his father. He went against um, the authority that God gave David after a lot. Of, I think that's how you say his name. You know, those names back there, you, you really had to know how to say them names. He went against his dad. He dishonored his sister, disrespect her. You know, that's another story. But it just shows you how the enemy still uses the same old tricks, games, mind games, to uh, get us to get out of God's will, God's way. Especially when God is saying, if we honor our parents, I'm going to bless you. You think about Eli had two sons. And, um they was disrespectful in the house of the Lord they <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all know what they did if you don't go go and read that that's in um first Samuel mm-hmm. they started chapter two go and read that you'll find out about how they disrespected God in God's house you could also uh, find out about Absalom disrespecting his dad and try to take his kingdom. That's in Second Samuel, fifteenth um, chapter through the eighteenth chapter. Mm-hmm. Read that. It tells you a whole lot about David and his son, and just a lot of that. But what I was saying earlier, the young man—they said that he—I uh, was telling that it was on the news about. Uh going into his parents' house and wiping them out, killing them, the family said we want to know why I, that just broke my heart to say say that you was he was abusive to his father a while ago. How can you be in a place like that? And and really, I believe, if you just call on the name of the Lord and ask God for help and just say, God, I need your help, I I need you to get a hold of my mind because something is just uh, going wrong up here, you know? Parents, we, we have to get to a place, we have to teach our kids. We teach them in a way that they should go, that when they get older, they won't depart from it, and if they do, it's it's down in them. They'll come back. You know, I'm just looking at this, this Sunday represents our Lord Jesus Christ who died for us, who took on all the sins of the world, the disrespecting of the children, the disrespecting of the people, the disrespecting of um, God, which it's hard for me to even say, but we've all lived a lifestyle. At some point, some are still living it where we did not acknowledge God to the point that we should have. But when we came to ourselves, like Minister Margo says, time brings about a change. Yeah, time brings about a change, and we pray that it's a, a change of positiveness concerning the house of the Lord and concerning Jesus Christ. When you stop and you look at situations, you know, on the news. Um, And the world with wars and uh, buildings falling, people can't get help that they need because the government is um, not willing to help all people. You know, uh, as soon as something happens, they want to tear your property down. They want to take over your property they want to push you out the way because of, as they call it, uh, progress. Hey, Miss Sunshine, thanks for tuning in. Um, when you sit back and you look and say, "Okay, we know it's COVID, but we also know Sunday is Easter. If God did what He did for us years ago, some of us could even say last week." We know that God is still God. When we look at everything that's going on, we know that he died for our sins. If he didn't know, I'm telling you, he died for our sins. He took them upon himself, and he decided that he would be a sacrifice for us, that we may have a choice. hmm that's why the word say, choose you this day. Whom you going to serve? Joshua said it. He said, because for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. So you have a choice. Now, that was before Jesus had came and died for us, that Joshua said, choose you this day. But after Jesus died for us, you still have a choice to say, you know what, God, with everything going on and everything happening out here. I done tried it my way. I done tried it this way. I done tried it that way. God, I'm tired. I, Lord, I need to try your way. I, I, you know, I'm telling you, throw your hands up. Get on your knees, get on your face. Or if you're sitting in a chair, or whatever, I don't care if you're riding on the bus. I don't care if you sitting in a theater or whatever, just begin to have a conversation with God. You can have a heart-to-heart. Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I know you died on the cross. You know, some of us wait for Easter to go to church, but if this is what we're waiting on just to show off our suit, don't stop going to church on Easter. Ask God to send you to a church that he wants you at, not because your homies is going there, your cubs is going there, some of us have to go to family churches because of our age. of This is just where we at. But if you just hit before God and ask Him, He'll tell you where to go and He'll send you. So I'm saying all of that to say this Sunday represents the greatest love we'll ever have, the greatest love we'll ever know, because somebody decided. That when God said, see, we say yes to, the, to God, Jesus even had to say, yes, Lord, I'll go. I'll take on the sins of the world. He, When he was beaten, spit on, talked about, crucified, you know, tortured, crucified, all of that, he didn't say a word. You know, when he went to the garden, he prayed. He asked his disciples, could they just pray with him for an hour? He he asked them to pray. They would. He asked God to take this cup from me. But God said no. He loved us that much that he became flesh and blood that we may live and live again. We have a choice to come back to him. He, he wished that none would die and perish, but it has to be our choice. He's not a forceful God. He's a loving God. He's not a forceful God to make you. Anytime somebody make you do something, you didn't do it because you wanted to. You did it because you was forced to. The only thing that I know about making is I make me a plate to eat, I make me a sandwich, I make me an outfit, I, I make some time to go to work. But you got to make some time to get with God and say, God, I thank you. I don't want to be like Eli's sons. I don't want to be disobedient. I don't want to disrespect the house of the Lord. I don't want to be like Aaron's sons. I don't want to be disobedient, disrespectful to the house of the Lord. I don't want to be like David's sons. sons. I don't want to be like Absalom, disrespectful to God, disrespecting his order. I I don't want to be like Cain and Abel, disrespectful going against God's order. God, what I want to be is that person that learned very early, Exodus 20 and 12, to honor thy mother and thy father, that thy days may be longer on this earth that the Lord has given thee. When your mom and your dad is gone, the only one I can talk to now like I did with my parents was alive, especially my mom, is God. Mm-hmm. See, with my mom, I don't have to worry about her telling nobody what I told her. With God, I don't have to worry about him telling nobody what I tell him. But if you just get in a place of not trying to send up strange incense, not trying to do things any kind of way or any every kind of way you think is okay, if you get in a place where you don't try to be nobody's god. If you get in a place where you don't let jealousy control you, uh, <laughs> confuse you, so you won't be condemned, you will get in a place where you will be before God, and you are gonna let God do everything else. All you gotta do is surrender, repent, let go, let God have His way, and once you do that, then everything else it's going to be okay because you're giving God control, giving him the love, the honor, and the respect that he needs, he wants, and he has to have. Because if you don't give God control, you don't give him an answer of yes, God is not going to force his stuff on you. You know, I'm just saying that because just this week, God has been so, God has showed me so much this week as far as how he's willing and wants to bless us. All we have to do is be in the right place, and that's in God's presence. I I asked God for some stuff. I started out uh, a little over two and a half years ago. I asked God to put me in a place that I don't want to miss him. Because, yeah I I told God yes, and I started answering to a calling that I really didn't understand. I mean, I knew about church all my life and loving the Lord, but I didn't understand the calling and uh, being obedient to the call. And no matter how I feel or how my body feels or whatever, I've got to be on time and in God's timing. So I started saying, God, I don't want to miss you. So I remember it, the word says to write the vision and make it plain. So I started giving God some desires I want mm-hmm. See, I, I honored my mother and my father all the way to the end. I honor my mother and my father. I love them. And I did the best that I was able to do all the way to the end. So I knew that I had some promises. Not only from my grandmother's tears and for my mom's tears and my aunties and uncles and daddies, I had some promises that God was going to still give me. So I said, God, is it's you? It's some things I need. some things I want because it's something I want to do. God, make it happen. Give me the resources. You know, see, I was at the source. The source is I learned how to love God with all of my heart. I learned how to be afraid not to love Some of y'all may say, why do you say it like that? Because when I learned how to love God, I understood that it's a scary place to be in, not openly loving him and not openly telling people you love him. When I learned how to love God, I want to respect him. I want to be respectful to his word i want to be respectful to his will i want to you know i don't want to be like somebody else like they they say two steps to the left one to the right if that ain't what god is calling me to be that's not what that's not the steps i want you know he may be telling me just keep walking one foot in front of the other and ahead he not may not be telling me turn to the left turn to the right or he may tell me to walk backwards I have to learn how to, I had to learn, and I'm still learning, how to do what God says the way he said it, not the way somebody else said it. Because, see, I don't want to be disrespecting God's order. You know, I remember the song they wrote, they made a long time ago, to say, order my stuff in your word, dear Lord. Leave me, guide me. Ah, uh, I remember that song. Mr. Michael said, we must strive to please God. Yes, that's what I'm striving to do is to please God. But saying what I was saying before, I said, God, I don't want to miss your time. Because it's something I asked him for. And God started opening up, you know, opening up my mouth to ask questions, you know, and He started touching people hard that they started sharing with me. And then God told me to look in this place and look in that place and look on the front of this and look on the back of this. And I started doing it, and I started making calls, and things started popping, popping, popping. Things started falling in place. The information I needed was coming left and right, and I began to fill out paperwork and do what I needed to do. And I tell you, it's a, it's amazing to me because, see, we know that Jesus died and he rose on the third day. We know that. And we know that in three days, today's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to be celebrating mm. the resurrection. We're going to be celebrating. And I'm saying all that to say because in three months. I'm going to be celebrating something that God has blessed me with. So it's something about the three. Not huh, y'all, y'all ain't getting it. Y'all not getting it. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hey, Missionary Handy, thanks for tuning in. It's something about the three. When you get it in your spirit that I need God every day, every afternoon, every night. Three times. You got three times to the day. They say you got the a.m., you got the noon, and you got the evening. (laughs) I can eat them all day. So I have to learn not to go against God's order, not to disrespect God's order. I don't want to throw up strange insects. I don't want to be doing stupid stuff at the the, uh, door of the tabernacle. I don't want to be doing crazy stuff. Up in the house of God. I don't want to go around here and kill my sister or my brother. I'm not talking about physically. I don't want to do it physically, and I don't want to do it verbally. I don't want my put my mouth on them that will verbally kill them. Mm. Cause you know sometimes you can say some things about people that can verbally kill them. Mm. That's a whole another lesson right there. I, I guess I could call it mouth murder. Mm. I don't want to be like Absalom. I don't want to put myself out of God's way, God's will, God's order, because he decided to disrespect and dishonor his sister, his family, and then try to take his father's place. See, you're going to to be out of order. I don't want to do like Cain and get jealous because of a place that God put somebody else in or I say family member or a friend, a cousin, or whatever. It's a family member. And try to kill them with jealousy. I don't want to do that. I wanna be in God's order. I want to be in God's place. I wanna respect God to the point where I say, God, what you have for me is for me. You know, today I'm talking with you all because this is a chance that we get to realize and on the third day he rose again, that we may be free, we may understand that he already paid the prices. We don't have to keep killing him every day. We don't have to keep crucifying him every day. We don't have to keep offering him up as a sacrifice every day because we only want him when we need something. no. We have to come to a place where we have to understand that he took all of that on, the beating, being accused, being abused, being spit on, being talked about. He took all that. And he didn't tell us that we had to pay anything. He didn't say pay at the door or at the gate. He said, don't be ashamed of him before man, and he won't be ashamed of us before the Father. All we have to do is play our part, and our part is saying, Lord, forgive me, repenting. Our part is telling somebody about the good news. Our part is staying faithful. Our part is not going with the wind, because even the world say we don't know which way it's coming come from. We don't know which way it's going to blow. The wind could be blowing one way at one minute and turn around and blow you another way at the next minute. We don't know. But one thing we do know is that Jesus died and rose for us. And this Sunday, you got a new outfit or you just going to wear some new gym shoes or you're going to wear some just some regular clothes. Whatever you do, give God the glory, give God the honor, give God the praise because I'm so happy that I will get a chance to be with my family. I will get a chance to give God the glory, the honor, the praise, and the thanks that I got to see another Resurrection Sunday. I'm going to be so grateful to be able to get with my family and listen to us talk about some good times and let's talk about some things that we've done or we should have done or we want to do. I'm so grateful because God died for us. The Lord died for us. And he gave us a chance to be in a place of thanksgiving. I'm not talking about November. I'm talking about on Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, because we could just be able to say, God, I thank you for taking the assignment that was given. I thank you for not saying, uh-uh, I ain't going to do this. mm These low-down, ungrateful people. I ain't going to do this to these stiff-necked people. I ain't going to do this to these hard-headed people. Mm-mm. They don't care. They have, uh mm. I thank you God, for not doing that. I thank you for not saying, uh-uh, let my son come on back. He got the page in him or calling him on his cell phone saying, uh-uh, program been changed. Come on back up here. You ain't got to go through. I thank him for not. Could you imagine taking that assignment and you say, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Because he took on the sins of the world that God couldn't stand the smell of. He, he couldn't... But when he gave it up, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Now we know. We have a chance to repent. How many of you all are kidding now? How many of you all are going to repent later? How many of you all are going to hold on to it? Not just do it for that day. Not just do it because it sounds good, feels good, and you wanted everybody to see you because you had on your new outfit or your new hat. Or hairdo, your new hat? Uh, uh-uh. you got to hold on to it. You got to say, God, I thank you, I thank you, Lord, I thank you, I thank you, God, I thank you that you took the assignment. You know, I have been saying it for several months now. It's been on Facebook for quite a while since last year. Uh, we knew that I knew my assignment, but oh, you we know, I thank Jesus that He took the assignment. And he stuck to it. He kept it. Eat the for forty days in the mouth. He kept to it. When they was praying at the temple and he turned over to say, I thank him that he stayed on point. I thank him that when he went to the garden, I thank him that he didn't say, Uh uh-uh. uh These slew footed, knock needed, bald head, bucked to bad acne, stanky, People, uh uh. Lord, see, we might have to wipe some stuff out here. We might have to uh, talk about this again. Could we go back and renegotiate? I thank God he can do it. I thank God that he stayed on point. For the young man that did what he did to his parents, I pray God. I pray you ask God for forgiveness. And I pray wherever. Situation you find yourself in, I pray that God gives you mercy. Pray that that any, anybody's looking at this that knows somebody, or anybody that's looking at it, it's you that you find yourself in a place you're always trying to figure out. Um, uh, it don't take all that, yeah. It do see your testimony ain't mine, and my testimony ain't somebody's over there. You know. I have a saying that I like to say. There's a fruit basket and there's a purpose for a fruit basket. Find out what fruit you are. Because, see, everybody not an orange. Everybody's not an apple. Everybody's not a kiwi. Everybody's not a grapefruit. And everybody's not a plum, raisin, or a grape. But when you put them all in a the basket, they all look alike. Some have seeds inside, some don't. Some like a pomegranate, it has a whole lot of little seeds, but it got a lot of juice around it. You get a lot, but it takes a lot to get the little, the little juice out of it. Kiwi have a lot of little black seeds in it, but it tastes good if you get it in the right season. Watermelon is good. Sweet watermelon, seedless watermelon, watermelon, cantaloupe, mel- whatever. You put all this fruit together. Even if you put, cut the fruit up and put it in a fruit bowl, or they say fruit salad, each one going still have its taste. Even if it's been laying in the juice, you know how you would put the watermelon, the sweet melon, and the what is it, green melon, the yellow melon. It may have the juices that taste like it, but still on the inside, that fruit still bear its own fruit. It still has its own taste. When you mix all that together it still is a certain type of fruit. So I'm saying that to say, no matter what you do, know what fruit you are, but know that the fruit that bears us is the fruit of Jesus Christ. And we should all come out acting like Jesus Christ. All of us ain't there, if I'm one of them. We ain't all the way 100% because it's non-perfect but one, and that's the father. I, that's the Father's not us, but I am in the perfect will of saying, God, help me, deliver me, keep me. God, if you're not tired of delivering me, I'm not tired of being delivered. So at this point, I'm gonna slow down and see if anybody on Blog Talk would like to say something at this time concerning um, Resurrection Sunday and what they're thankful for uh, for the Jesus dying on the cross for us and. If anybody on Facebook want to type something in, we can, you know, talk like that. Because today was not just a, a day of just a lot of scriptures. It was more of a day of just acknowledging God. So the So the lines are open. Well, when you say to say what I'm thankful for, I cannot say that I'm thankful for one thing or another thing. I'm just going to say that I am thankful for everything. And I do mean everything. If God allowed it, I'm thankful. It's supposed to teach me something, make me better, mature me. It's supposed to have a purpose for all to work together for the good of those who love him and I are called according to his purpose. So, honestly, God is teaching me to be thankful for everything. That's all I have. Thank you, Apostle Elect. Is there anyone else on blog talk or like to say something? Well, I'm so glad that Apostle Elect took the time out to share with us of being thankful for everything because that's so true. Like I was saying earlier, I'm thankful that God got enough of me to answer my request. You know, I told you I asked him a couple of years ago back. But at the time, I guess I had to grow into my season because I was still looking for what I can do. But I had to get into the place that I had to say, God, God, I need your help, because see right now it's about your timing. I don't want to miss your timing and see when Jesus came to earth he he came as a blessing through Mary and he was born and he was raised up, and as he was going about the assignment, he was teaching people and they were astonished because of they didn't couldn't believe that. He knew the things he knew. But even as he grew up, he was. it had to happen in, his, in God's time. Mm-hmm. So when I asked God for some things, I said, God, I don't want to miss you. I don't want to miss your time. Yeah, I'm making it personal because, see, this Resurrection Sunday, I'm making it personal for me because I said I get to be with my family. I get to enjoy my family. I get to spend time with my family. I get to spend time with a sister with a loved one that this will be our the last holiday we get to spend together for a little while mm-hmm. before God allow us to get back together. I thank God for what he's doing and and this season I heard the record years ago. It's a new season. It's a new day. see. You have to understand a lot of things we do or we got involved with as we did before some years back. You heard people say, I'm reaping the benefits of something I sold years ago. I thank God for that. Uh, uh, missionary Handy say, thank God for saving me from a wretched state and has given me access to receive eternal life through Jesus Christ. Amen. I thank God for the same thing because when I understand the place that I was in, like Missionary said, a wretched state, and I had to give God, I had to give God a yes. Yes, Minister Margo, we must accept God's timing. Yes, we have to. when I gave God a yes and I started communicating and I started keeping my word to God when, with this ministry, it was asked, it was given to me by a late apostle Sandra Thomas, her night. And she said, God told me, she didn't say, I'm giving to, she said, God told me to give it to you. And I was living my best life. (laughs) Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I was living my best life. I wasn't trying to um, how do they say minister? I wanted to be one of them them quiet side bench saints, you know, sitting over there on the bench and Hallelujah, give my offering and my tithes and don't about my business. But see, something was given to me. I was on assignment and I had to get faithful, and I had to start and work on it. And when God saw that I adjust to myself. When I said just to myself, because I had to move out the way, I started praying, Lord, let me decrease that you may increase. And that's when I started saying, God, teach me how to wait on you. Teach me how to ask you for not to let me miss your timing. And I'm saying that to say this, because I don't want to be disrespectful to God's word, God's order, God's way. I thank God for everything that he's done, everything that he's doing. I thank God for blessing my family. I thank God because we were once the children that was happy to be on Easter because we were glad to show off our little suits, our little dresses, our little Easter hats, our little pat leather dresses and ruffled socks and pat leather shoes and our little purse and our little Easter basket. We were grateful, but see we got to grow up in God's time. Now we are grateful for God's time. It's God's order. His order is we got to tell somebody that Jesus still saves and on this Sunday, if you find yourself in church or you had no intention of going, I'm gonna I dare you to go to church this Sunday, not just for the dinner. Not just to take your kids to find some Easter eggs and hope it's some money in the classic egg. Not just for that. Not to just go over to a family house for a family to get cookout. If you are, ah, I pray that they did like my family did. You went in for a piece of ham, some greens, but baby, when you came up out of there, you had some Holy Ghost. You had some prayer. I thank God for that. So with that being said, I'm going to end that on that note. We are gonna pray. I'm gonna give you a last, um, our foundational scripture. I'm gonna give you my last remarks, and we're gonna end the service. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We're gonna pray, Father God. I thank you for being willing, being able, and being in Your timing to do what You had me to do on tonight, and do it with excitement, do it with a heart that says, I love you, Lord, from the top of my head to the tip of my toes. God, right now, myself and anybody that's willing and wanting to, God, we just throw up our hands and we ask you to forgive us of every sin, omission, commission, every sin, God, whether we wanted to do it or whether we did it with a smile or we didn't. God, forgive, forgive us for the can't help it for I had to say it, I had to do it. God, forgive us. God, give us a heart, a mind, and a desire to want to please you. God, give us everything that we need to get before you with a pure heart, an open heart, God. We're asking you to forgive us because we know that you died for our sins and you risen on the third day. And this Sunday, We celebrate in the representation that this is the day that you've risen to forgive us of our sin, God. We receive you, oh God. God, I thank you. I thank you. God, send us to a church that's going to teach us about you, about your word, God. Send us to a church that's about your business, God. Send us to a church that teaches how to listen to you, listen to you. Desire everything that you have for us, oh God, from your will, your way, your word. God, let us decrease that you may increase. Get us out the way, God. Teach us how to shut our mouth. Teach us, oh Lord, how not to be pointing a finger. Now let we point the finger in your word to read what it says. We'll point the finger up to you, God. Point it to you saying, God, I want to be more like you. God, teach us. How to get on an assignment of saying, God, I want to be saved, sanctified and filled with the precious Holy Ghost. Teach us, O oh Lord. Teach us, God. Mm. How to not care what somebody else think or say. God, teach us how to get in your word and learn that I'd rather obey God. Mm. I don't care what mankind say, God, what you say. God, for those of us that's coming to you with a heavy heart, God, mend our hearts. Those of us that's coming to you, God, with illness or report of illness, God, we ask you for deliverance and healing, oh God. We're standing in the gap for family members, oh God, that needs healing and deliverance, God. Some of us need a financial breakthrough, God. God, put us in the place that you need us to be, God. If it it's a breakthrough or you need us to go a little longer, God, put us where you need us to be, oh God, to teach us how to call on you, depend on you, and hold study and steadfast to you, oh God, not for some time but from now on all the time, for you are our God. Teach us how to be your people. God, put a prayer down in us. Put a fire down in us, God. God, that. Teach us how not to let go. Teach us how to hold on to the horns of the altar of the mercy seat, God. Teach us how to get before you day, noon, and night, God. Not to let go. God, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you, God. I love you, Lord, with all my heart. I thank you all again. Amen for touching and agreeing, for joining in. I thank you all. Please, please, please go to church this Sunday. Be in place. Be on point. Don't just go to show off your suit. Don't just go for to get a free meal. But if that's what it takes, it's okay. But make sure when you go, you listen to the words, and you ask God to open your ears and your heart that you will receive it. Because I'm saying right now for everybody that's listening in and looking in, whether it's Facebook or Blog Talk, Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, World Wide Web, and all the ministries and ministers on Smile 3E, we place y'all under the Holy Ghost (laughs) program. In Jesus' name, it is so and so it is. I'm telling you right now. The best thing I did was when I said yes to my Lord. I said yes to my Lord. He's done great things. He's done great things. I say yes, yes, yes to my Lord. I want you all to just get in your private place all tonight with God, your personal place if you're at work or you at a family member's house or you in the store, wherever. You could be listening to this on blog, talk radio, or ear pod, whatever. In the car. Get into your private place in your mindset, in your heart, and just ask God to open up your spirit that you may receive his spirit. Because I'm telling you, the best thing you could ever do is tell the Lord yes. Yeah. I'm being honest. That's the best thing you could do. Mr. Margo, I thank you for agreeing with me. Yes, thank you, Lord. Amen. So with that being said, I want to tell everybody good night and thank you all for tuning in on Smile 3E, on Shopping our Blog Talk Ministries, and Facebook Live. Good night, everybody. Love you with the love of the Lord. Ain't nothing you can do about it.